0: Finley Toyota Studio, it's Coalfield and Company.
1: Yeah, that got a little ugly at the end of the hour. Cornholio Coalfield went down a very limited music rabbit hole. We were talking about Kentucky baseball. I hosting a regional, but because there's a big music festival there. No one can stay anywhere in Lexington. The other uh, colleges can't stay there. So. I'm just so I started naming some people from this jailbird. Is that what it was? Railbird. 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 And uh, my fleeting musical knowledge at times, I couldn't name all the songs you needed. But uh, by the way, Bob Skaggs, two G's in the last name, okay. S-C, as opposed to Ricky Skaggs, S-K. I'm just- Boss Skaggs not playing, Ricky Skaggs playing. I'm just
2: disappointed. I mean, Sheryl Crow has to be the biggest act there, right? I'm, sur- I'm surprised you didn't mention her when you were going down the list of who was playing.
1: Not a big fan. Well,
2: she's- more, I don't. I've never heard of Zach Bryan or Tyler Childers.
1: Okay, well, they're they're probably big just because you don't know about but, them.
2: But I mean, Weezer is is big, and I, but I well, think you're Cheryl, old, so I Weezer's think, big for you. No, I think compared to them, I think f- first of all, it's most of these artists are eighty, so
1: it's, don't, it's not. about, well, I Ricky, think Ricky Skaggs was old. I don't know if the other guys aren't old.
2: I'm sure they. It's are. It's Lexington,
1: Kentucky. What are you going to know about their music?
2: But I feel Cheryl Crow is bigger than anybody else on the list
1: for She's you. She's buried on the on the. Depth chart for you. What do you know? You can't even do a mascot list. I can Mine was good. It was terrible. Let's bring in an expert on college football. Just going to go in a totally different direction, and bowl games, and maybe mascots. John Sassanti's
0: with us. What's up, John? <laughs> First of all, Zach Bryan is blowing up and is, is fantastic, so go check him out. Yeah. Second of all, there's no better radio in the world than Adam Hill going on rants, which I got at the 4 o'clock hour, God. so keep that up, buddy.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to put, I'm going to put you boss on the griddle. I won't even go down the whole, the process of paying for a stadium. Um, but you, you know, you're a venue expert. Um, how much potential does that lot have for the A's? Do you, of the five places, you know, they've talked about, and I know there, you know, there's other politics that go into it, but do you like the trop lot?
0: You know, listen, at at the end of the day, um, you know, they're they're always going to have a stadium within you know close proximity or even walking distance to some of our biggest taxpayers, right? And that's MGM Resorts, Caesars, and the casinos, right? You you want to be able to attract other events. What that stadium will essentially do it's just going to kind of create that void for maybe maybe events that don't that are that that don't want to go to Allegiant Stadium because it's too big or T-Mobile's too small. It kind of fits that middle of the road, so. I think outside of baseball, they're going to be able to capture a couple of events that, that maybe don't want to go to Allegiant or can't go to T-Mobile.
1: But we did see estimates kind of set very low at only eight. Uh, there should be more events there. You know, we had a Limonadi on, Darren Limonadi on, about four weeks ago. And, you know, he was talking about kind of the, the market missing what Sam Boyd could offer. And, you know, he, he obviously ran the place for a while. But there, to your point, there are a lot of events that, you know, could use a smaller venue. So hopefully the A's have that in the plans. Here, here's the other thing you can speak to. It is important that the people who are first voting for this and then putting together all of the details cover as many possibilities as they possibly can. Because we know at Allegiant, everything probably wasn't covered ahead of time.
0: Yeah, let, let me let me address your first point. Um, I actually had my head chewed off. I, I sat on one of those advisory groups for the Stadium Authority Board when they were doing Allegiant Stadium. Really? And I sat in front of the Stadium Authority Board and I was I was one of the proponents of saying you know let's get this stadium done let's get this stadium done this is going to happen, and at the time I got my head chewed off for the number of events that can possibly go there because I think the 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 um, the analysts and the experts that were evaluating what the stadium could do I think they 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 said that there was only going to be about two concerts that would play at Allegiant Stadium because. The, the, this day and age, there's not that many summer tours and stadium tours. Well, we've we've blown that number out of the water, right? We we haven't done two stadium tours or two concerts at Allegiant. We've probably we've probably done fifteen or twenty of them. So I, I think the A's are probably lowballing it right now, just because it's it's something that they can you know have a sense of without you know I- inflating some of those numbers and and being on the conservative side. Uh, with regards to your second question, I absolutely think if there's going to be something that involves some money, and and this is a unique situation where there's not public money going directly, like Allegiant did, uh, you should probably outline in 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 clear detail how this thing is going to run and how this thing is going to operate. And my biggest thing, and and it's always my biggest thing, is um, accountability um, and 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 being able to answer to somebody else and not just handing the keys over.
2: That would be a smart thing to do. I don't have the faith that it's gonna. I'll, I'll just ask you. Johnson said he joins us, of course, from the Las Vegas Bowl. Big announcement from them today. We'll get into it in a second. But I, I guess the follow up would be: Do you have? I know you know a lot of these people, so I don't know how much you can say about it. Do you have faith that this is going to work out a little bit better in terms of how we're how we're going to write this? Because it's going to happen. They're going to pass it no matter what, no matter how bad they think it is. They're just going to vote for it. So can we get a? Can we do a better job of spelling all that stuff out?
0: Listen, there's two things that are very different. One, Allegiant Stadium was a, was a massive, large stadium, which we had a huge need for, right? We've already proven that. Two, you had a potential NFL franchise coming, which, as we know, everybody, everybody in this country would die to have an NFL franchise in their backyard. right? So, so I, I, think this, I think the situation is very different between a Major League Baseball team. Keep in mind, we have professional baseball here in Las Vegas that does very, very well. Um, Donnie, Donnie and the aviators do a phenomenal job out there. Um, you know, they they have great attendance numbers. They have one of the best ballparks in the country. So it's a totally different animal as to what, um, what the deals are going to look like. And at the same time, I honestly believe that everybody on that, on that, in that group that worked on the Allegiant Stadium deal probably learned a little bit as well right you know that was the first time we ever went through something like that and and put a group together like that so I'm sure there were some some findings and some learnings coming out of uh the final deal with Allegiant as well
2: so as I said announcement for you guys today uh how do we feel about the date December 23rd coming up uh, at Allegiant Stadium this year exciting times
0: yeah, listen, it, it's it's exactly the date that we wanted. Um, you know, we, we did get a little lucky from the from the NFL schedule makers uh, when when we put holds on uh, dates. We actually put Friday the twenty second, which was not ideal for us, quite frankly. I, I you know we would have had to play at three uh, thirty on a Friday uh, to fill a, a, a you know that East Coast window. That was not ideal for us on, on that. Um, and then we did we did put a hold on a post Christmas date as well. Uh, which, again, would not have been ideal because we would have been, you know, 730 kick on a Wednesday or a Thursday post-Christmas. This was the time slot that we wanted, and we got exactly what we wanted because it puts us back in that perfect window. Saturday afternoon, 430 Pacific, 730 Eastern. We are the primetime game. We're in a primetime destination. Uh, we are going to have a great matchup, which we usually do. And so it, it, it really helps us. Keep in mind, you know, we we – we picked up that ABC Saturday afternoon time slot uh, 15, 17 years ago and, and never gave it up, with the exception of the one year where the Big Ten required us to go post-Christmas, uh, very close to New Year's, which presented a ton of challenges. Uh, and last year when we, we announced the ABC primetime window, but we moved it to 11 a.m. Uh, on that day. So we've, we, this is our normal position. It's the Saturday before Christmas, primetime, four thirty Pacific, seven thirty Eastern on ABC and you know, most likely have the A team doing our game again this year.
2: Yeah, and we were we were kind of referencing earlier the fact that, hey, what if the Raiders game moves from Monday to Sunday? They're on the road.
0: They're on the road. They're good.
2: Buddy, we are not
0: seven. even entertaining that conversation <laughs> this year. That was uh that was not a fun year last year. Uh, it, it, it really it really put us in a tough position. Uh, but I, I don't think there's any <laughs> there's any scenario taking them off, you know, the the, the the one and only Christmas day game to pushing them back. Uh, I think I think we're safe this year.
2: <laughs> it's it's in Kansas City anyway, so even if they do, unless there's problems with the stadium in Kansas City and they have to move the game to Vegas. But
0: why would you put that in the universe? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just we need to be prepared for everything. That was the lesson that we learned. <laughs> yeah. We're good though. We're good for sure. Uh, John, uh, when is it too? We're, we're good.
1: John Siccignani's with us. Uh, he runs the Las Vegas Bowl. When is it too early to start projecting the teams in? The- <laughs> In the game, do you actually do you look at preseason odds and you're like, ooh, these are the teams we could get, or is it just too wild throughout the season,
0: buddy? We're we're already looking. I don't know if yeah? you saw, but my my man Brett McMurphy already put out his first bowl <laughs> oh, no! list, and he's got he's got Utah versus Nebraska. And if hmm. if we had Utah versus Nebraska, uh, we would take a thousand pictures that that stadium would be fully red. Uh, it looked like a you know yeah. a UNLV national championship game. And uh, I have a funny feeling we'd fill that thing pretty quickly if we had Utah and Nebraska, given the fact that Nebraska has such a such a diehard fan base, and they have not been to a bowl game. Imagine this: you got to get to six and six, and Nebraska, which Steve, you and I growing up on the Jersey Shore, how many how many Nebraska? Nebraska owned the country back in the in the nineties, and the thing that they have not been to a bowl game since two thousand sixteen is is crazy to me.
1: I um, went to the Kickoff Classic, I think in 83 or 84 and Nebraska played Penn State and beat them like 44 to 3 so uh, to <laughs> your you point go. I remember how Don and Penn State was dominant then too but yeah. Nebraska is pretty damn yeah. good yeah that would uh husker fans would travel probably 20,000 plus to come to Vegas
0: there's no doubt and and listen it, it we 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 know where we sit in the Big 10 pecking order um you know don't, don't don't get mad at me here but I think we can take Ohio State and Michigan off the board because they're going to be too good I think we could take Rutgers off the board. They're not going to be good enough, Um, but everybody in the middle, listen, they all play each other, right? So now you're looking at teams like Michigan state, Penn state, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Nebraska, um, you know, some, some quality, quality programs. And and we have the third selection um, after Outback and Citrus. So I I, I feel pretty confident that we'll have a good team from the big 10 and, and a a big 10 team that will travel very well. That's, That's going to be a big focus for us. And, with regards to the Pac-12, we're, we have the second pick. So um, we think USC is going to be the best of the best. Uh, we think Oregon's going to be right there kind of with them. But, you know, again, the, the Pac-12 never surprises us how they beat each other up. And so we should have some pretty decent teams sitting there um, in, in that packing order in Pac-12 as well.
1: We get very lucky on the show with guest booking sometimes. Sometimes we get hard luck. You know, sometimes we, we don't come through. But uh, Adam Hill put out a list of the all-time mascots in Las Vegas sports history.
0: And it was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that what you think? Yeah. Because I, 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 I yelled one, and screamed. I have one about it. issue with Adam, though. Okay. Oh, okay. The list was fantastic. Why in the head to put unofficial? In my book, buddy, that's official. I don't write headlines. Well, you, you don't sign off on your stories? No.
2: I, I And I actually wrote this. Honest, we talked about this earlier. I, no, wrote, it, I wrote it a couple weeks ago, and I was kind of surprised. I forgot that it was coming out, and uh, I got a lot of feedback today uh from people and i was like oh yeah that must have published uh but no uh that i will pass it on to the editors that they didn't like it or that certain people didn't like it but it wasn't on. is unofficial it's not there's definitely some agendas there uh for sure like i didn't i said this earlier duke was amazing but i was like i already have one former minor league hockey mascot i can't put another
0: one on there yeah well listen there there is only one let's be honest that's fair uh and and by the way, whoever that lo- that local Las Vegas native who who described him, uh, you know, who- let me buy that let me buy that person a beer. Smart guy, <laughs> very smart guy for sure. Uh,
2: Pit Pit Boss, there's some controversy about that one. I love Pit Boss. Do you know Pit Boss? Uh, I-
0: I- the individual or oh, the, character? the I- character? I definitely know the character, the uh, character. very well. Um, it- it's kind of fun, right? Um, it- it's very unique. I did hear your argument earlier. Steve, that you were getting on him about Hey Reb being on there. I'm a UNLV grad, and I love everything about UNLV. But I'll tell you what, after the shark was gone, like, did Hey Reb really do a whole lot of anything? Exactly. They probably had 10 different people. They were waving. They were hugging kids. Like, There wasn't much personality there, as much as I love Hey Reb, and I wish we would bring it's like, it's like Hey your Reb the logo back. But... You seem to know a lot.
2: What, really seem what, to know a lot about what this. What makes for feeling. a good mascot?
0: Well, listen, if and listen, the, 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 the game presentation has changed so much. Um, you know, I, I know Adam, you you didn't rank our guy from the Golden Knights very high. but anybody that's been to a Golden Knights game, they don't give him any opportunity to to kind of shine there, right? They got the dude coming out waving the the opposing team's flag, which I hate, by the way. Um, they got the guy clanking on the on the on the on the shield. Let's give him his like, due. What's mic. his name?
1: What's his name? It's Lee. Lee, and he should have been on. He should have been on the list. That's hard work, and
0: you okay. got to be able to skate. Listen, listen, I, exactly. You should be able to skate, but. What's his name? Chance? The the the, yeah, the Gila Monster? Okay. If they if they carved out some time for him, give him some shows. Like if you remember back in the day, Boom Boom had like two or three timeouts all to himself. Yeah. He was dressing like Barbie. He was he was he was doing like current event fun, you know, timely stuff that was going on in the world. He was he was water skiing on the Zamboni, he was on top of the Zamboni, like Boom Boom, Boom Boom was the star of the show. I think you know some of these other ones just didn't, they're not given enough time to shine.
2: Can I make the case that if he was good they would actually give him time?
0: That buddy that is a great case. And yeah. you know what if he threw a pair of skates on, skated around and 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 created some kind of vibe, now we're on to something.
2: Or if he had literally anything to do with the team name or anything about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where does that even come from? I have a big let, problem with it. Hey, let, let me remind you going back to and, and and I have it memorized because I was at a lot of thunder games, but if you remember back in the Thunder games, we brought that giant slot machine down. And we had the lights and the lasers and the smoke. And the opening line to the to the pregame festivities was straight from the tone of Saturn West Sahara and Saturn Henderson. Here's your Thunder mascot. Boom, 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 boom. Had about 30 seconds of ice time with the spotlight, with the smoke on the ice before they even announced the first player. Like he was the man.
2: No, no argument for me. The list, the unofficial rankings, back that up. So I think. I think we're all in agreement on this one. Steve is just a, a hater who, some, for some reason, likes chance, and I just don't get it. I don't understand. I like he does. chance.
1: What does he do? I like chance. I like Hey Reb. So, what does I, chance I do? don't.
0: I don't get it either. I don't even get it either, Stephen. And and I think Adam, your list is actually spot on. Thank the you. best part about the shark, if you remember, do you remember like we'd be on a major games at ESPN uh, on like ESPN or or the or Final Four. The shark would literally open up his mouth, and you'd see the guy's face in there, yeah. you know, holding up the number one. Like, he didn't even try to hide his identity, uh, which That's made great. him even even better. <laughs> yes.
1: I love the shark. Yes. Pac-12, Big Ten, <laughs> SRS Distribution, Las Vegas Bowl, Saturday, December 23rd, 4.30 start our time at Allegiant, televised on ABC. John, you know, the other thing we got to mention, because you, you, uh, you gave us some good musical knowledge there on some country music, um, I don't know if you heard the middle of the show, but we were trying to come up with the song of the summer. Uh, it was weird. Over the weekend, I kept getting uh, Memorial Day weekend Jersey Shore videos on TikTok. And a bunch of the jabronis who were hanging out down at the shore were, like, playing or singing to this song, Cut the Mozzarella. Cut the
0: Mozzarella, cut the yeah.
1: Does that for a guy named John Sicenti? Does cut the does cut a mozzarella? Does that get it done for you? And does that bring back memories? Where you, would you have been doing that uh, so many years ago, with the hand in the air, chopping at the chopping at the mozzarella?
0: What do you uh, think? No, no, well, first of all, I have not heard that one yet. But I'm actually going back to Jersey this summer in, in July for okay. the uh red bank regional high school uh reunion oh, that. uh, that's taking place this awesome. july so i will, I go, ahead will adam. Certainly... go ahead
1: adam Just go ahead and say it <laughs> right you, how many people are going to show up to your 50th reunion go ahead adam do <laughs> it i know him. what you were thinking john's no. not that old well, you are he's not yeah. yeah we're not even close to the same age yeah, no. exactly big yeah. gap you guys are close
0: Steve's got his 40th. You guys are close. Well, I hope
1: they, uh, I hope they, at some point, break out Kato Mutsaral at Red they will. Regional. They will.
0: Uh, I, I, as soon as we hang up, I'm actually going to look that one up. Now, <laughs> now you have my curiosity. I don't have TikTok, and I probably yeah. never, never have TikTok. But you definitely have my curiosity. You, uh, it's going to be your
1: ringtone. <laughs> you can find it on YouTube for sure. And I heard there was a uh, a mashup where uh, Gabagool is mixed into it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like how they say mozzarella. It, it's it's yeah Mutale. like yeah. they're not even they're not even really saying it right go, um go go like, D- DJ like the jersey shore guys they yeah. didn't have the fist bump right yeah. oh they did two-handed move no it's a two handed move oh, i didn't know that
1: beating up the beat
0: okay. yeah mm. all
1: right john coming in with the <laughs> uh the mozzarella pronunciation okay, Mutale. Mutale. okay. well you're you're sasanti so you would know <laughs> <laughs> you would know yeah. you would yeah. know. Uh, two grandparents
0: off the boat there you i go. say it i say it like them
1: all right john I would say congrats, but that's like a weird sentiment. But I, the congrats is uh, this year's lead up won't have uh, much drama, and you're all set, and the game will go off as planned. So that's a good thing.
0: No, I, I will take all the congrats you're willing to offer up. It, it like I said, last year was a little bit of a rough one. Uh, we're hitting the reset button this year, and, and we're really excited and looking forward to getting back at a normal spot, normal date, and 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 hopefully having a great matchup.
1: All right, John. Let's uh, let's keep in touch. Uh, never too early to set up the regular fall visits to the studio or wherever we are around town. Okay.
0: No doubt, no doubt, and and, and try to come up with a couple topics that just get Adam so fired up and get him on rant. I love that's my favorite radio ever. Mm-hmm. I'm driving along, laughing out loud in my car. It's, it's brilliant. I was. Too and the matter he gets, the funnier it is. <laughs> John, thank you. We appreciate it. See you guys. Thanks.
1: Yeah, if you missed the four uh, o'clock section of the show, you can go to uh, lvsportsnetwork.com afterwards, and Adam. We've been rolling more video lately. I didn't realize, because that wasn't in the plans. The no. Big Four turned into just number four. And the, uh, they, the, the, the the presser, whatever you want to call it, hearing, presentation on Monday, that, that was kind of shoehorned in right before the VGK game. And on a holiday, a, a, bunch of, a, 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 bu- a bunch of details came rushing to Adam's mind, and he went freaking ballistic
0: it locked right here. Cofield and company will return in minutes on ESPN Las Vegas.
1: Let's do it. Aces watch party coming up with Lindsey Brown over at Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild Wings on North Durango one to three. That's this Sunday. Aces watch party. We've got a bunch of them this year presented by Finley Volkswagen Henderson, Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, North Durango, Lindsey Brown on the scene for the game. As the Aces are on the road taking on the Indiana Fever, that's one to three o'clock. And don't forget, Buffalo Wild Wings right now has the one-on-one special. You buy a burger, you get six wings for just one buck. Um, I am a fan, even though I'm not working this particular event. I'm a fan of their chicken sandwich, so I actually have it on my phone. Me too. You have the chicken sandwich on your phone, or uh, you no, like I'm it. a fan of it. I'm sorry. okay, good, good. Yeah, it's a cheap option and it's tasty. You know, I try a lot of chicken sandwiches. You do? And uh, some people get a little crazy with their prices, and they're just not that good. BWW does a good job. So, Lindsey's hanging out. North Durango Buffalo Wild Wings this Sunday for the Aces and the Indiana Fever. You know, we are talking to John Cicente, and, of course, we talked about everything but the Las Vegas Bowl. We got to it for a few minutes. Sure. Uh, There was a lot of bowl news today, aside from the Las Vegas Bowl going down on December 23rd, which is, again, very significant, because they tried with this new format with uh, Pac-12 facing either the Big Ten – or the SEC, they rotate that every year. They tried well before, kind of in the middle of December, and then right before the new year, and it just it wasn't it wasn't great. And now they've got it back on December 23rd, so that should be uh, pretty damn good in terms of uh, proximity. The game starts at 4:30, kickoff at 4:30 Pacific time. One of the other notes that's out: uh, some bowl games are changing sponsors, changing names. There is no more Cheese It Bowl. Well, no, I think that they just switched bowls. Oh, they switched, so there still so. is a Cheez It bowl. Are you I sure? believe so. There is now. No, a, I'm not. No, I'm not sure. There is now, and a, I'm glad I'm not sure. There is now a Pop Tart
2: bowl. What was the Cheez It bowl, is now the Pop Tart bowl. Okay. And thank you for saying it properly, Cheez It bowl, yeah. not the Cheez it bowl. I know you get very worked up over this. I do. Uh, but the Cheez It bowl has become the Pop Tart bowl, which I'm very excited about because Pop Tarts are awesome. And that uh, game's in Orlando. I thought the Cheez-It Bowl became, or the Citrus Bowl maybe became the Cheez-It Bowl. Like I
1: don't know. Uh, I, and, no uh, I read this one. In Less Exciting Bowl sponsorship news, the Lending Tree Bowl, which I did not know existed, is now being called the 68 Ventures Bowl. Yeah, why wouldn't it? I mean, just as catchy. I, I, I'm excited about Pop-Tart Bowl and
2: also the Las Vegas Bowl sponsor. Otherwise, I could not care less what... Bulls
1: are Bowls good are usage of could not. I could care not less. Care less. You could care less. I could not. Yes. What drives you more nuts? Couldn't it's, it's could or cheese its I could. Ca- yeah,
2: I could not care less. Is you a got it right. I gave yeah. you credit. I'm yeah. saying
1: what drives you more crazy?
2: Couldn't it, it versus actually could. Couldn't re- could not care less. Actually drives me very very nuts. Cheese it bowl has <laughs> cheese it. Zits. it it's cheese it right cheese it no cheese it there's no such thing as cheez its it's one cheese it is a cheese it multiple cheese it crackers All right or cheese it crackers there's no such thing as cheez its this is the official stance of the company. It's why they sponsored a bowl game,
1: Steve. Are you now speaking for the company? Yeah, They, they put up the Actually, statement. Actually, I'm not the company. They put out the I statement. I don't own the company. They said what? Oh, of you the meant reasons. The Cheez-It company or Cofield and Company? Cheez-It company. Oh, I thought you were making an official statement <laughs> they, on behalf no, of, they of, of, the the statement. Statement of the company. No, they put
2: out the statement. Cheez-It Corporation. Okay. I think it's Nabisco. I don't know who they own. So it's pretty know. serious. That They said the reason they bought a bowl game or sponsored it is one of the main reasons is to remind people that the proper... <laughs> the proper Term is cheese it crackers, not cheese it cheese its. It's there's no s on the end of cheese it. Cheese it crackers. One is a cheese it. That was why they wanted to get the name out there.
1: A couple of things very for specifically done. The vast research crew at Lotus. Um, I think we have to check on the Nabisco cheese it part. That's coming up. Is I did. Nabisco? I did go back and check. Um, I was talking about Ricky Skaggs and Boz Skaggs. I misspelled. Boz Skaggs. He has two G's in his name. I said, I think at the time that Ricky Skaggs started playing the fiddle with some legendary bands when he was seven, he was five okay. and it was the mandolin and it was Bill Monroe. Is there diff-
2: Okay, it wasn't even the right person.
1: I didn't say, no, I just said legendary because I, I didn't remember who it was. Oh, I so Bill- I left myself clear on that oh, one because it was like Ricky no, thought- Skaggs. No, Ricky Skaggs was playing with Bill Monroe, who was like, for, I think like 60 at the time, back when Ricky Skaggs, like 1961. You, sports, you, sports, you sports, sports, sports. I was not at a 1961 <laughs> okay, show. I was not even a, a gleam in my parents' eye. Not even a gleam, man. Not even a gleam. Uh, we've got Aces tickets. Bill Monroe so we, was good? Legendary, yeah. I mean, anytime you're playing good. the mandolin. The little, what, is, what is a mandolin? Oh, it's like a mini guitar. It's awesome. That, well, how you're doing it is not. That's I'm how sure, you have to play it. It's I'm small. Sure it's up, it's, it's up on your chest. That's a ukulele. It's bigger than a ukulele. Okay. I, I have no idea. What's it's happening it's thicker. Like the depth is That's is, a guitar. Yeah. It's not as big as a guitar. Uh, Aces are taking on Seattle. That's here in town at the MUA, Mick Ultra Arena. It's coming up on Thursday, the 15th. That's a 7 o'clock start. You can grab your tickets at axs.com. Grab your tickets at axs.com. We've got a, a pair of tickets right now Three six four eleven hundred. 1100, caller 7 364 to go see. The world champion Las Vegas Aces as Adam Hill is looking up more Mandolin's, random stuff. Mandolin. As we like just to call Mandolin it as we like to call it here, just nonsense. Join Cofield and Company live every Thursday at the William Hill Race and Sports Book. Weekly giveaways and
2: awesome game day food and drink specials. Thursdays, 3 to 6 p.m. at the William Hill Race and Sports Book, inside Silver 7's hotel and casino.
0: Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio.
1: Good to have Adam Hill back in with Cofield and Company. We'll uh, hopefully get you next week because we have to break down White Men Can't Jump and also Air. I just saw... Wait, did you finally watch Air? I watched the whole thing, yes. We'll uh, We'll have to hit on that next week because I want everyone else to watch it too on the show. That's it. Have we all watched it. Uh, you know, guys are busy. Are the Heat still plus three ten to win the finals? Seems low. What do you think they should be? Like four fifty. Really? And what?
2: When's the last time Denver lost at home? Like two thousand six. They just don't lose at home, and Miami's gonna have to find a way to win at least one on the road, and that's if they win all of them at home.
1: I just saw Levitard say if they win – if the Heat win the series, it's the biggest upset in NBA history. Uh, No. But I got to see the way he wrote it. If the Miami Heat were to win this, would become the biggest upset in the history of the sport. There's no precedent. I don't think that's accurate. Well, is it fair to grade what he said by just going to the odds, or is there more to it? I mean, I I think the odds are objective. I think
2: that's true. Um are we sure there's never been a bigger series? What? No, oh, we're not sure. I'm oh, no, it I, I actually do know right off the top of my head.
1: Was it Dallas over
2: no, Big 3? No, It was the Pistons over the Lakers. I believe they were plus $7. Hmm. Might be the case. Or at least, you know what? The Lakers were minus $7. So, so probably plus
1: five hundred, four fifty. 500 450 yeah. yeah. All right. So, no, it's not. The Pistons Hart- already pulled that off. Sorry.
2: Good try though. And actually, the reason I know that and remember it is because we—I don't think you know—we have an an idiot friend who was in the process of selling his house and cashed out his house so that he could take the profit and put it on the Lakers at minus seven dollars. I believe he put seventy thousand to win ten thousand.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of idiot friends. So, yeah. do you want to give me clues, or we keep? No, it I don't there? think you know. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, it's a, fr- a friend of a friend. And that was uh that was tough to watch.
1: I'm not aware of this person at all? No,
2: I don't think so. I'll say it's a a friend from back home of uh, our very good friend Mitch Moss. Was one of his friends from back home in Wisconsin,
1: who was living out here at the time. I don't know why people write any stories without odds in them. Like if you're no, gonna write you a story biggest them. upsets in the history of the NBA finals. It has to have the odds,
2: of course. People don't understand them. <laughs> they don't. They don't realize that there's a objective ways to measure these things. So ridiculous. It's the same people that call things upsets when a team that's favored wins.
1: So if the Raiders were to have availability tomorrow and let the media watch, oh, they they are. They announced it during the show. Oh, it's official. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about Hunter Renfro, and if he'll make an appearance, what's the vibe you're getting? Is he going to be part of this team going into the season? Or are they going to shed? His salary. It seems like they have multiple guys, at least his size. I don't know if they can really play his position. Do we see him, or they just hold him back? And then if they hold him back, does that mean he's injured, or hey, oh boy, they're gonna move him? They don't want to risk it. I mean, it's gut feeling. Come on now. I don't know. I I will say that I was
2: told that he's there and he's fine, and there, it's just he's just not practicing on the field. He's practicing in the, you know, in the room and working out and all those other things. But I said if that was the case, I'd just be throwing out social media content of him. And is that petty? Maybe. Like, do you care what people think? I don't know, but I think that's what I would do. Everybody's everybody's like, hey, Hunter Renfro's not there. What's going on? Here he is working out. Raiders dot com. Raiders Twitter. Like, I feel like that's a solid thing to do. I, I know again, I know they don't care necessarily about the public image or perception, but um it would quiet a lot of issues and doubts. So it's something I would like to see. I, I don't I don't know what it means. Again, all the people that have speculated, oh, they could cut him, that's not happening. It's not going to happen. There's, the time has passed in terms of contract situation where it's a trade or nothing. I, I can't imagine any scenario where they cut him. So are they working on a deal? Potentially. Uh, but I I also don't think we're going to – we can really read anything tomorrow necessarily about whether he's out there or not. It's very possible he's in the building and just you know, in meetings and
1: working out. If he's available – you know, a salary roughly? Is it 15, 16 million this coming year? I thought it was a little less. I'm asking a lot of questions. Lot, Sorry. Right think, we'll 12, look it up on 12, the Track. 12 or 13? Okay, so say it's 12 or 13. Does that help to ruin the DeAndre Hopkins market?
2: Hmm.
1: No. And, and, and I'm going to throw this out there. Are they actually, in terms of the player they are now, are they actually that dissimilar a player? Size wise, no one would ever compare Hunter Renfro. I guess at the most basic level, what I'm asking you is, aren't they both possession receivers?
2: No, I don't really, think I don't think DeAndre is a possession receiver.
1: Okay, and uh, I, hear, I I I'm basing it on this. I saw I was watching our buddy Soren Petro. He does a football podcast with uh, Jeff Chedia and Eric Eager, and they were just talking about Hopkins in terms of his game declining. That he really doesn't have separation speed anymore. He's really good at contested ball catching, but I don't know. Is he just a ten or eleven catch, ten or eleven yard per catch guy now?
2: I don't know. I I I think the offense and playing with Kyler Murray a little bit hurt that, and the fact that he was it took so long to get up to speed because um, he was out. Although he'd have a good game in his debut last year, uh, I still think he's a pretty legitimate number one guy. is he slowing down? Maybe. But I also think he can get downfield in the right offense and in the right system. I think he'd put up much bigger numbers than that. So I wouldn't consider it that. But the, the mar- in terms of the market, a lot just depends what he wants to do. I mean, the Bills and the Chiefs, if they've been mentioned, and they have, they don't have money.
1: Right. Does he want so- to go to a winner and make you know $4 million a year with incentives? Or does he want to go somewhere with cap room and get $15 million a year? Or yeah. is there someone in the middle who's going to pay him Hunter Renfro money? And that's my debate. Yeah, I know Renfro had some injury issues last year, but his issues were what mostly he had some concussion issues, right? Like issue as you, as you and I, concussion was a lot. I feel time. like I feel like Hopkins is lower body, and when you get the thirty and you're a receiver, and you know you have hammy issues, you're going to play or not? And we know ham, once a hamstring is strained. Who the frig knows what's gonna happen? Yeah.
2: But I also I also feel like, you know, it was, you know, part of it was just missing time too, and not, you know, not being on the field and getting up to speed with his teammates early in the season. Um, and I, we should also point out the, the Renford deal is the cap hit this year is thirteen. Uh the base salary is six. Uh you got a roster bonus that he just received, but the dead cap value, and that's why they're not cutting him, uh, is eighteen point one. Although if you if you are if you are going to go full tank, just get that out of the way. Just cut him and get it out of the way now. Just take the dead cap hit. We're fine.
1: Already sent over a story about the Giants, right? Could they get the Andre Hopkins? Would they rather have Hunter Renfro?
2: Well, they already got their number one receiver, Darren Waller. He's the guy. They've got, Andrew, they've got seventeen. They've got seventeen receivers on their on their, on their roster. They, got, they have more than the Raiders. So right he was there. being
1: nice about the Andre Hopkins when. Uh, DeMol was addressing it.
2: Well, I, th- I mean, I think anybody would be interested.
1: Right, you're not going to shut the door. No, and you know, the team again they
2: they've been they've been trying to find that guy, been trying to find the number one guy for several years now.
1: You know, they've got a lot of good twos. So back to Levitard's claim that the Heat winning the title at plus three hundred plus three ten would be the biggest upset in NBA Finals history. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with them being an eight seed. But looking back at the numbers, the dog does not win very often. And when we're talking about sizable dog, you were right. Uh, in this century, the biggest one was the Pistons at plus 500 in that series against the Lakers. Yeah. And if, if
2: people remember, the Pistons were giving no given no chance in that series. None. And that's that's why again why the person I know <laughs> did what they did oh um, which they did not not have that money to to bed it was just they took it out of
1: their house <laughs> smart move man it's so crazy uh but, but yeah, even were, even finding huge. pluses there's a couple sprinkled in here and there 78 well 79 78 77 the Sonics the bullets the blazers upset plus 130 plus 120 plus 140. And uh, this list only has the odds going back to '73. So, Jeez. so the, it would be historic if a if a three to one dog, yeah, won a title. So he's you know he's in he's in range.
2: Yeah, but I mean it's it that's prisoner of the moment. I mean it's it's again it's not that hard if you're going to make that claim
1: to look it up. Yeah, but if you're just going on the 18, what does it matter?
2: And I guess that just does that doesn't doesn't mean anything. Numbers actually mean something. Betting numbers mean something. That's the expectation of whether they're gonna win or not. That they're not, they weren't expected to win. The Pistons weren't. The Heat aren't either, but
1: not to the degree that the Pistons weren't. Tomorrow we are live at Silver Sevens, Willie Ramirez and myself at Flamingo and Paradise. Beginning of the NBA finals. So we'll get you ready for that. And don't forget On Saturday, Stanley Cup final start. Throughout the finals now, their beer uh, beer special continues 77 cent Bud Light, Bud, and Mick Ultra bottles. We'll be watching the game in the uh, Bud Light Sports Bar, but on Saturday, and the rest of the games in the Stanley Cup get over to Silver Sevens Hotel and Casino 77 cent bottles of oh. Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra.
2: Follow the guys on
1: Twitter at Steve Cofield
2: and at Adam Hill LVRJ. Or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. Or at ESPN Las Vegas.
0: Stick your hand in there, Dave. Anyone
1: here remember what I always say on the show uh, often during the breaks? Don't uh, ask a question you don't have an answer to. I did it to you a couple times. But we both did it a lot. So we tried to look up as much stuff as possible. Not that we're going super nerd like here. What's the, a uh, mandolin? The uh, Yeah, yeah, the, the What's a mandolin. Uh, you were saying that you hear Through the Walls some kind of Toto song. You said I would like that. It was Through the Walls of the Locker Room of VGK. So it was this Toto song? Sorry, yes. I didn't know there was Toto. That's good. Okay.
2: It was like, Love isn't always on time. That, is
1: that? Oh, we also made reference earlier to one, that to Ricky Skaggs, <laughs> the who is playing some festival in Lexington, Kentucky, that's going to block a lot of baseball fans from staying near the Kentucky Regional in the college baseball tournament. Ricky Skaggs, anything? Honey, honey, nope. honey, you you was playing when he was five years old. Yeah, it sounds like he wrote like it. 65. He wrote it when he was five. Uh, Boskags, because you got confused with Ricky Skaggs don't and Boskags. Open that door. Ari said this is a banger. This is better. Ari was a DJ, but he's always learning about music on the show. I know this one.
0: Okay.
1: Who's and uh, Tyler Childers is the headliner at the what is it called again? The Railhead? Is it the what was it called? The Festival Railhead,
2: Railhead Festival in Lexington. Something like that. Railbird. Railbird. Railbird.
1: I remember all them summers.
2: Playing till my fingers bled.
1: And who's Zach Ryan? I'd
2: sing songs and I'd sing with them. This is
1: the, this Tyler. Is, this Ray person who's Truncan Zach Ryan? Girl. This person's headlining? This is Jersey Giant. We'll uh, play the Zach
2: Bryan song! Back, all
1: I do feel like when we rap these music, we misrepresent who they really
2: are. <laughs> <your young laughs> People are paying to go watch this person. You don't so.
1: even know if these are their biggest songs. But the one sounded like it was like a freaking acoustic one in the garage. These guys are probably really ball. big. I'm gonna say there is a vast difference between the previous song and this one in terms of quality. Like immediately. Yeah. Who pulled know. it? I did. Okay. I didn't make it though. So, good job, Tyler. You're saying this one's Step better. Stepped your game up. From a quality, I'm not enjoying it, but from a quality standpoint, objectively, yeah. The other one sounds like it was recorded in a closet. We pulled it
2: though. You're telling me people? Well, we people pulled so, it on YouTube. You're just you're just pay a- for a ticket.
1: You're building a case for Adam to crap on country music. So stop. <laughs> he doesn't people need
2: actually any help. Go that go to that because they want to go to that.
0: Stick your hand in there,
1: Dave. Thank you, thank you. Wow. Sorry for the yelling about playing the music. That was my transition. Let's let's hear Zach Bryan. Uh, TV news coming out for Rebel football. Got some games on CBS. Are you going to find a way to get to Michigan? Can you get a special assignment, columnist with the RJ to go to uh, UNLV at Michigan? By the way, thanks for the music, Ari. Uh, CBS twelve thirty Pacific time on Big CBS.
2: It's tough because it's. it's- Oh, well, I think there is an off week, right? That's the week, first week.
1: What's the, does it say the date? It's the first September ninth. Oh, the ninth! Oh, dang it. It's a day before the opener at yeah, Denver. You have no I can't, shot. I can't do that. That's too bad. God, Denver's fun sucks. I'll find a place to
2: watch it. On Den- CBS. Denver's a lot it's of not fun. Not on CBS though.
1: I just said it's on big CBS. Yeah, I thought later in the season was CBS. No, that's big CBS, and then okay. CBS Sports Net is in the mix for a couple of games as well. I'll be, I'll be finding a place in Denver to watch on big CBS. Uh, the next week against Vandy here is on CBS Sportsnet, but don't don't watch on TV. go to the game. It would be nice to have a yes. big crowd at the Owl for the Vandy game, beating an SEC team. They beat them down there pretty badly a couple years back.
2: That's at Buffalo, though.
1: Oh, okay. So I won't be there. And then uh, the other CBS Sportsnet game is November 18th at Air Force, which has been a house of horrors. Yeah. Please. Awesome. Please. Michael Sher and – Plus Barry time. Odom, defensive experts, please play, be, play someone over the center, might please. Be, might be
2: some snow. <laughs>
1: please, well, no snow. Could be. That's a please for me. Could be. God, it was beautiful last time. The game was terrible two years ago. It was like seventy-five degrees at kickoff. When so, you're all high, my like, bald spot's getting all burnt.
2: Seventy-five degrees, and it was seventy-five to nothing. I think like five I'm. Minutes. I think
1: it was bad. It was real bad. Let's not even talk about that game. It was not. Pretty. It was bad. They and tried. I was all amped up before the game. They had the falcon, like they have an actual falcon. They put the hood on him. By the way, is that a mascot? Didn't, no, no. Is that on your mascot so, list? It's a symbol. The actual falcon, and then the guy, then the, the dude's got like a a glove on. So he's a falconer. I like think, a it's,
2: I think that's thick, what they call
1: thick ass, like leather glove, because you know the talons on that thing. And they're like, oh yeah, just fly around. And then everyone on the field is like, yeah, look at that. I'm ducking. I'm like, I know it's a highly trained falcon, but they, they can go rogue. Isn't the guy that runs it called the falconer? I don't know. I I'll have so. to look up the picture and see if he had like a little 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 official... name tag that said falconer. No, I
2: think a in general a, a handler of a falcon is called a falconer.
1: Are we really going to go out on a note where we're wrong again? I'm confident that I'm right. Hmm. I got a question for you. Um is there like a like I know there's a big weight loss drug now that's not really for weight loss but but people are using it? Is there some special drug that old guys are using to freaking rot up? Did is, did did De Niro just have a kid and and Pacino? De Niro's seventy eight. He's he's got a he's got a kid. I think on the way or whatever. Just had a kid. Pacino's eighty three. What is going on here? This
2: is girlfriend's fourth child. She's twenty nine. Medical marvels. Good for him. By the way, Falconer
1: got it. Nailed it. You're not concerned about this super drug. No, good for him. It is I mean, it is good for him. Sure he's gonna
2: enjoy his kid's graduation from high school.
1: That that is great grandfather age. God bless Pacino. He'll be
2: one hundred when his kid graduates high school.
1: These guys are so virile.